0: Enjoy the convenience of seven-days-a-week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank & Trust, member FDIC.
1: The Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now here's Justin Enkry and Wes Moore
2: on the Buzz Radio Network.
0: He doesn't need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat or the mic. Feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, time's picking it up, let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never conserves status, but still even i star starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a liver from writing rats. Put it together himself, Picture connect, Never asking for someone's help to get some respect. Please only focus on what he wrote. His will is beyond reach. And now it all unfolds Skill up and all This is 20% skill, 80% gear, Be a hundred percent clear. Cause why he was ill, who would have thought he'd be the to set the west in flames and i heard him wreck it with the crystal method name of the game came back dropped mega death took him to church i like bleach man why you had the stupidest verses do this the truth now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof I heard all right welcome in, in on a
3: wednesday i think it's wednesday um, the days are still all screwed up yes it is it is january 3rd welcome in on uh, this lovely day justin acry westmore joe klein courtesy of corky's barbecue and the wizard christian weaver thanks for joining us today. Plenty to get to. We talked some football, some basketball, and Wes returning from his break. I'm sure we'll get into the Cowboys because I know we're going to hear from Dan Campbell. I actually had an interesting exchange with Coach Conk yesterday as I sort of went back at him about the idea. You brought up a while back, Wes, regarding playing the bowl games in the spring Mm -hmm. to get full rosters and what a silly idea I thought that was I may have been a little bit softer in my response to him but Dan Campbell got called out by some radio hosts that he apparently does a weekly segment with and he pressured them to just say what they meant very Dan Campbell like after the two point conversion so we'll hear from that we had another great finish in college basketball yesterday and Aaron Rodgers in uh, some legal trouble maybe so We'll get into it, Joseph. How are you? How was your uh, good, new Joseph. year?
1: Good, man. It was good. It was uh, up seeing the grandkids in Northwest Arkansas, and uh, it was fun. It was a good, a good, good holiday. If your balls bouncing,
3: that's something going on in the uh, Oakland studio, and I don't know what those weirdos are up to. But I'm in in Conway, getting ready for a basketball game. So that's uh, you know, if you hear some background noise, that could have something to do with it. You guys keep your balls bouncing to a minimum, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Joe, did you get a chance to watch? Wes, I'm sure you, I don't I shouldn't say I'm sure of anything. I don't know what you did. Um, but last Saturday's game, I guess, as Arkansas wrapped up their yeah, non-conscale. No, I
1: did it. <laughs> Joe did it. You better watch <laughs> I forgot, it. No. I forgot about that. I yeah. watched it, too. I forgot. I, I was forgot so oh, good. wow. I was so good that you <laughs> forgot you were on it. Boy, I, I was good. So, but no. <laughs> I watched it, and I was sober, honestly. So,
3: I, I mean, forgot now. It's been a while. It's not my first priority. I was remembering <laughs> the game, not your commentary. But yeah, you talked about Jimmy Dykes texting during the uh, game. You talked about uh, how much you love all the guys when you were criticizing them. I mean, yeah, you have a you have a special way of doing things. Yeah, I, things. I, I With got that.
1: Being said, you still don't remember anything about the game. Right? <laughs> I got a text. Got a text oh, from Larry yeah. Bird during the game too. Really? Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't go into that one though. <laughs> oh, was he
3: watching the game?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, you can tell us, luckily, because now he was giving me
1: a hard time. He goes he, something about my clothes. He goes, "You know, hey, watching you on the game." He goes, uh "Uh." Uh, you know, I I, I got some clothes. You know, I, looks looks like you could use some of my old clothes. Uh, you could come borrow some of my old clothes. And I went back to him and I said, I thought these were your old clothes. Uh, the Last time I saw your wife, she gave them to me. <laughs>
3: oh, boy. You know,
1: first of all, L- little his pants locker would be way room too short. stuff. Little, little yeah. locker room stuff there.
3: <laughs> his pants would be way too short for you. First of all. Second of all, no offense, to Larry, but I never thought of him as the fashion plate of the NBA. So. Mm. With all due respect, yeah. anyway. Um, so how'd you feel about the way they wrapped it up, Joe? It looked like maybe they uh, found something I, just in time I, for the start of the conference schedule. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, you kind of keep looking and waiting for this, what we've come accustomed to with Razorback basketball, mm-hmm. the grind, the defense, the and I just, I, I think this is going to be a little bit different team. I mean, I think it's going to be a little more uh, offensive, uh, dominant team as in the past, where I think they're going to have to score a few more points, and they're capable. They're probably as good an offensive team as Muss has had since he's been up there, but they're not as good defensively. That doesn't mean they can't play defense, but I just think the strength, I think in the past, a lot of his years, like last year you had big guards, council, black, you know, Nick Smith was long, uh, Walsh. These guys were very athletic and big, and so you could guard and shut down people. You could challenge shots. I think this team is a little bit different. I think you have some smaller, quicker, more uh, offensive uh, geared guys that can do more things offensively, primarily because they're probably a little older uh, than most of the team last year. Ricky was a really good scorer, but not much of a shooter, and so... You know, I think the dynamic is you have a little better shooting, a little better ball handling, a little better penetration. I think you're a little smaller on the perimeter, uh, and so you have a different team. Mm-hmm. I
4: was, uh, I was thinking over the weekend. must is usually his teams are usually defensive. Is it about time that we just put our best offensive team out there because our defense isn't going to be that good this well, year? Well, I
1: think I think he's going to keep hammering defense, but But I think there comes a point where you go you you know, you are what you are, man. You come to a point where it doesn't mean you quit demanding defense and wanting defense and wanting this, but you got to look at it and go, hey, you know, they're capable of doing this defensively, but they're capable of doing this offensively. Mm -hmm. So you got to, again, that's coaching, man. You got to find the trade-off. You know, where's the trade-off? Where's the style that makes you the best version of yourself. I, I think we saw that
5: in this last game, I, or the I last agree. two games, with Landon uh, Blocker. I agree. He is a very good defensive player. We've seen that offensively, he's limited. Right. But when you put him in there with some other uh, limited offensive players, where's your offense coming yeah. from? He gets and, exposed. And, yes, and so I and <clears throat> he hasn't played much the last right. two games, and he coach has gone with guys that can are better scores. Right.
1: And so I mean, he and he's. Man, I, I, like I've said, I've said it at nauseam. I, I mean, I love that guy. I mean, I think he's going to be a – he's just a tremendous player. But, again, at this point, it's kind of – again, I go back to when Devo was a freshman. He was very limited offensively too. But he was out there with some, some guys that could store, score. So now his defense and his uh, ability to get to the rim and finish and his passing and all these things that he brought extra – were, you know, uh, really appreciated because you weren't sitting there going, we can't score, we can't score, we can't score. And so I think that's kind of where Landon is. I think he's going to find a sweet spot in the rotation to where he's out there with some guys that will, I think, really, you know, I think towards the end of the game in the second half when Battle didn't play, they played him a lot more, and he was out there with – uh, Mini Field and 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 Devo was hitting his shots and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and so you know he was able to play and do some really good things. And and McKay's the same way. Yeah, no, uh, he's very limited
5: offensively, but he blocks a lot of shots. He he, he affects b- shots. Banger,
1: banger. But we've seen more of Graham and and more of Chandler Lawson. Well, Graham is doing better. Mm-hmm. rebounding the ball. I mean, that, again, I said, you know, he got a couple offensive rebounds Saturday, and it's like, if he does that, he's going to get all he wants, because he's a, he's a load one-on-one in the block. I mean, he can really, he has elite footwork, and he can create, and he can cause some matchup problems, and maybe get guys like Broom from Auburn and stuff in foul trouble, or cause double teams, which Makes it easier on everybody on the perimeter. So, but again, he has got to be a serviceable rebounder <laughs> because you can just see when you're watching it, you can just see when when he doesn't box out or mishandles a ball or something. It just it's very irritating to the coach Mus because it's a reoccurring problem.
3: Yeah, he um, six rebounds in the game of the other day, three offensive. And you guys talked about blocker two, and he ended up with what three points and a couple of rebounds in eight and a half minutes. So, see how he gets used going forward. Joe, do you see a role for Pinion on this team?
1: He's right now. uh, Unfortunately, no. I mean, I just think he's struggling to find minutes. Uh, Again, there there is a role. I mean, there's always a role for a shooter, but again, you got you got to find your way into that mix and he hasn't been able to find a way and it's a very very tough situation he's in I mean he gets in there for two or three minutes he misses a shot I mean this is this is when basketball tests you I mean I've been in that situation and uh you know if you play more you're gonna you're gonna make some shots you're gonna become more relaxed you're gonna have the ability to do things You, you know right now he's just on a very tight rope and uh um you know, he just got to he just got to hang in there because, again, shooters. I mean, I think he's a I think he's a I think he's a good player, and I think there's I think in time he can play there. But is he willing to wait it out? I don't I don't know. I mean, I mean, it seems like they're bringing in guys, and he's getting passed over. And there comes there comes a point where, you know, that he and the coaching staff are going to have to get together and kind of. But again, you know, from his standpoint all that's irrelevant right now i mean he's just gotta keep grinding and putting the time in and putting the effort in and get in there make three or four shots in a row and it can flip you know it can really flip i mean in this in this day and age you can you get in there again i think auburn's going to play him some zone i'd be i'd be shocked if a lot of these sec teams don't come out and <clears throat> play, play some zone against mm-hmm. razorbacks because it's proven in the preseason to be effective gonna need a guy like come in and knock down some shots man and he's your guy
3: and you think he'll tolerate the defensive struggles for the season and just go we're gonna outscore people I mean Arkansas is one of the top five teams in the country going over for those wagerers who like to get into that kind of thing I'm, uh, very uncharacteristic we already alluded to it but do you think he'll tolerate that all year and play that style and just be like fine we'll score 100 and win that way
1: well I think yes I mean I think I think he's a, he's a terrific coach so I mean he's, he's not gonna sit there and keep now again, he's he's not going to back off the demand for defense and he's not going to back off it, but I think he will embrace what his team is. I mean, he will look at it and go, "Okay, you know, if we can score 106, I'm okay giving up 90." I mean, and so any anybody would, but I, you know, I I I think that it's inevitable. I mean, you can't you can't you know, you are what you are, man. You are what you are. And so it doesn't mean you back off what you want, but you, you as a coach, this is why you get paid the, the money you get paid. You have to evaluate what your team is and how, what's the best way for us to win games. And sometimes it doesn't meet your personality. It doesn't meet what you like to be uh, or what your, what your preference is. But you have to go with what you are because your job is to win games.
3: Uh, Let's talk a little football. And obviously, the national championship said, Joe, we haven't had you in. Wes, you were not here yesterday. So, um, you know, I don't think anybody was probably shocked by what happened the other day. I I kind of expected the games to play out the way they did for the most part. I mean, it certainly wouldn't have been surprising if either team, you know, made one more play and we had a Texas Alabama matchup. But uh, the great thing is, I guess, for the football fans in general, we had two really good games, which. It's not always the norm, and hopefully that means we'll get, you know, five or six really good games next year with the expanded playoff.
5: I thought it lived up to all the hype. You look at the lines. The lines came out, didn't move a whole lot, stayed at four for Washington, actually went down to three and a half late. Uh, Alabama and and, – Michigan, it was two, and it, they flirted with it at even for just a, you know, basically for like a couple of minutes, and they said there was a $700,000 Michigan bet came in, or $70,000 Michigan bet, something huge. And so they moved it back up to a point and a half. It, it was. that We expected close games, and we got two of the best, maybe the ever, uh, semifinal games. Two close games, both games, down to the last play of the game. Certainly better than last year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean if, if you if that's what it, entertainment, yeah, that was entertain two
1: entertaining games. Very,
3: very good games. got a feeling on the championship game, Joe.
1: Go well, ahead. I I picked Alabama and uh, uh, <laughs> Texas. Texas. So- <laughs> well, a lot of people that. did. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I you. was yeah. I was right on that one. I mean, I saw, I just man, I look at Michigan's pass rush and I'm like. Good grief, man. And But they say, that all the pundits say that Washington has the best offensive line in college football. Won the Joe Moore Award. Yeah, so... Texas uh, was one of
5: the sack leaders in the in the country this year.
1: Yeah, so they... And he did not get sacked, and they had three tackles for a loss. Yeah, and he can move. You know, he's, he's creative. So, that being said, I... I still like Michigan, man. I just I still like Michigan. Good. I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a good game. I think Michigan is a little more physical. I think I mean I wouldn't again not seeing these teams all the time and, and certainly seeing Michigan more than Washington. So I'm kind of talking out of you know not having a lot of great knowledge of Washington, but just kind of the the way I feel it feels like they're a more physical team offensively, a little more physical team defensively. Uh, and I think they'll be able to make some plays because of that and win the game in a close one.
5: Washington was an underdog against Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. They were an underdog last week against Texas. They're an underdog this week. I like Washington. I think they, uh, they have the best offensive line, and Michigan's got a really good offensive line. Uh, their defense is going to give up points. I mean, they're not going to shut down Michigan. Michigan's going to score points. But I think Washington, because of that offensive line, they're going to be able to expose the secondary for Michigan that Alabama couldn't expose yeah. uh, because the quarterback didn't have time. They tried, yeah. uh, but the quarterback was sacked five times. So then they changed the game plan, started running the ball in the second half and had a little bit more success. I think Washington, because of that offensive line, they're, and three very good wide receivers, they're going to test the Michigan safeties that are a weak spot on this team. And I think they'll, they're going to score a lot of points against Michigan.
3: I think their defensive back play has been good all year, and I don't know the D line was dominant too. Like they, I mean, we all know Alabama's offensive line was suspect. So you know, it's funny we talked about this yesterday with uh, who was in? Oh, with Coach Conk. I mean, everybody thinks like Nick Saban's this magician. And he's because he's got a few weeks to prepare. He's going to make something Alabama hasn't been all year, which is Mil- Milrow an effective thrower, and their offensive line good. And those things didn't happen because it's not magic. He had a good plan. They, they gave him a chance to win because he's a great coach. But those those things you, you couldn't fix because there were issues. So we'll see if yeah the Michigan defensive line against the offensive line of Washington was going to come down to can they create pressure on Penix? I didn't realize how little he had run because I'm like Joe I didn't see Washington play much this year. I watched the two Oregon games but I didn't see much of Washington at all this year. He's not run the ball at all. So I mean if they can get after him and make him uncomfortable, which obviously that's been a tall thing a tough thing to do. Um, that's going to be the key to the game. To me, that's what it all comes down to.
4: Did you guys see the clip of Michael Irvin comparing him to Michael Vick? Oh, that's comparing silly. Penix?
5: <laughs> Maybe yes. Penix from four years ago
3: before yeah, he had two Indiana. ACL yeah.
5: injuries and two yes. shoulder injuries. That's a stretch. Like you just haven't even watched him. No.
3: He doesn't run. No, he yeah, doesn't I mean, at all. Mm-mm. McNamara has probably run for you yeah. know more times. I don't know about yards, but he runs more. Times McCarthy, this year. yes, McCarthy, McCarthy definitely Mc ran.
1: eludes, but he doesn't run. No, yeah, he's He'll, become he, a pocket passer. He extends plays.
4: Yeah, I think they uh, during the championship, or
5: during the semifinal game, he had like a ten yard run,
4: mm-hmm. and they're like, "This is the longest run of the year." Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. and he had two of them in a span of like. 15 plays where he scrambled and got a couple of yards so he will he's
4: capable if it's there yeah
5: but that's not what he wants to do he wants to scramble around in the pocket keep his head up look downfield and throw it deep
3: he's never been a runner I'm looking back at his numbers now he ran more times last year than he's ever run before 35 times his first his his most prolific year at Indiana 22 carries for 119 yards so he's never really been a running quarterback anyway that's a dumb comparison um, even in his earlier days, he never ran much. He's got 13 rushing uh, touchdowns, and he's played for six years. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I would, I definitely would not compare him to Michael. I wouldn't even compare him to Marcus Vick. Um, so that's that's pretty dumb. Anyway, uh, I can make an argument for either team. I'm not saying Wes's take is crazy by any means, but I'm kind of like Joe. I mean, I think, I think I like their run game. That's what I talked about before. I'm like, you know, it's cool to see that because I mean, they didn't do a lot offensively. They only had 350 yards but their defense was dominant. And, and right, Alabama's limited. Certainly, Washington's much more dynamic offensively. I don't know how much the running back injury will impact things, but I'm kind of like Joe. I sort of feel like Michigan's had such a weird year, but they feel sort of like a team of destiny to me.
5: I, when I think team of destiny, I'm thinking Washington, the Pac-12 story, what they've come through, and, and to know that the, the conference has fallen apart, to get where they have Penix for six years and transferring out there, following uh, his offensive coordinator. I I feel like this is just... Well, we've been a fan of the Pac-12 all year. We thought yep. the Pac-12, and, but nationally, the Pac-12 hasn't been getting the love that I think it deserves. Especially down here, it doesn't get the love that it deserves. You look at the schedule that they played, the teams that they had to beat to get... Well, I think they're tested. They're battle-tested, and they're deserving of... Uh, I thought... I knew... Michigan would be a favorite I thought it was going to be more I thought it would be a six or seven point spread I was disappointed when it was only four and
1: a half yeah I think it's going to be a it's almost toss-up I mean yeah Yeah. I mean you can you can like like we've just done if you like Washington you can make great points for Washington if you like Michigan you can make great points for Michigan so I mean it's to me it's virtually a toss-up game
3: um, I'll tell you what, let's hit our break here. And as we do, we've been talking some football. I do want to get into the NFL. We don't have anything coming up, right? We got an open segment here. Let's do some NFL talk. We can look at some playoff scenarios. And I do want to hear it. Dan Campbell, I thought, had a great. And I, I love this is what's lovable about this guy. Like, he's just like, he didn't shy away from anything. He's committed, and he's got a reason for what he wants to do. And he has a belief that what he wants to do is going to work. And he stands by his decision, even when things don't work out, which, you know kind of Nick Saban i do the same thing right he's you know if that, if that quarterback draw play works you look like quarterback power play works you look great but when it doesn't you're like oh my god I can't believe they ran up the middle on the most important play of the year surprise you know a lot of times that would work out just fine so um, anyway but we'll hear from him we'll talk about some of the playoff scenarios coming up Cowboys, West, you would not have believed probably a month ago that they would be in position to oh. win the division, but here we are.
5: That was a late Christmas present Sunday when Arizona
1: beat Philadelphia. I cannot believe it. Shocking. All us cheap fans are sitting around moaning and groaning but, groaning, but we sit back and we go, at least we're not Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: You guys have locked up the three seats, so you can't help yourself or hurt yourself this week, and I'll be curious to see how many. We were talking about guys playing, Joe, and I'll be saw the the story on Chris Jones. Yeah, He's a, a half sack away from a, a little over a million dollar bonus. And I say a little over a million. It's a million and two hundred and fifty thousand. So it's one a chunk. Five million, Chump change.
1: No, nah, that's a chunk. Uh, I'm sure
3: he'll play a little bit, right? I mean, you, gotta oh, give
1: you got to give him a chance. Yeah.
3: yeah. But anyway, yeah, there's a lot of scenarios and a lot of chances for teams to play. Spoiler, Arizona did it once. They can do it again this week. And there's a couple other teams. Commanders. That uh, we'll have a shot to do that. So we'll get into all that on the other side. That's not going to happen. Well, you never know, Christian. That's why we play the games. Who thought Arizona would beat Philadelphia last week? Mm. None of us. None of us. It's the NFL, buddy. These are the best of the best. Speaking of the best, you want to have a great time? All you can do is go to Hot Springs. Real simple. Show up at Oakland. They'll show you a good time. I mean, it's basically guaranteed. It doesn't matter. You want to eat, you want to drink, you want to gamble, you want to watch horses, you want to hang out, watch TV. It's the best place to be. All you got to do is take the short drive down to the Spa City. And enjoy yourself. They've got some great live music coming up. We just had Brett Michaels down there. and They had that uh, Elton John Tribute Show on January 1. Now Sawyer Brown's next up in the uh, event center. That is January 20th. And then thirty eight special, February 17th. That was just announced recently. Tickets on sale at oaklawn.com. Uh, and all the table games you could ever want. And right now, again, they've added uh, some new ways to get your money in and out on Oakland Sports. So take advantage of all the fun. And like we're talking about all these games, so many wagering opportunities. There are dozens and dozens of national championship prop bets with yards, touchdowns, first to score. I mean, there's a million ways to wager on it. Uh, I was talking to Zach about that yesterday. podcast is up on social media sites, or not social media sites, podcast sites now. And we'll air on the buzz tonight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into a little bit of that later. But anyway... Plenty to uh, enjoy. Go see our friends at Hot Springs.
4: On 103.7 The Buzz.
1: A busy
0: night in college basketball last night. It's saw ranked teams really take care of business. Purdue beats Maryland 67-53 on the road. UConn takes care of DePaul 85-56. North Carolina on the road gets Pitt 70-57. Illinois hammers Northwestern 96-66. Baylor beats Cornell as they open up their new arena 98-79. Also, Wisconsin takes down Iowa 83-72. And Auburn beats Penn 88-68. Just two games featuring ranked teams tonight as number 23 Providence hosts Seton Hall, and then Clemson, ranked number 16, the country travels to 10 and 2 Miami to take on the Hurricanes. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products,
3: fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great place to get that deer processed. Check them out online at hogsmeatmarket.com. That is Hogs
4: with two Gs. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays during the Zone. Brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Located in the outlets of Little Rock next to H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home.
3: Skeletor stole my radio, and I want to hear on unplugged this Saturday at 9 a.m. Skeletor has never stooped solo. I want to hear Scott Romine for myself. <laughs> Do something, He-Man. By the
1: power of Gwadney.
3: It's just an acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing.
5: They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring,
3: and exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention.
5: In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award winning customer service at affordable rates.
3: Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need.
5: See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. You're listening to the dumbest radio show in America.
4: Hey, Shots, it's actually after 10 a.m. now.
5: My apologies.
2: You're listening to the smartest radio show in America. The
1: Zone with Justin Acri and Westmore is back.
3: All right, welcome back. I want to tell you about our friends over at Cash Restaurant. We're going to have a mayor of Little Rock on tomorrow, and uh, I owe him some lobster. And we're going to go to Cash and settle up on our wager. Uh, I don't really like to talk about what happened over at the Liberty Bowl, but my God, it was unwatchable. Iowa State's defense did not show up. And it was miserable. Uh, but we're going to enjoy our trip to cash anyway, so congrats to the Tigers, congrats to the Mayor and all the Memphis fans out there. And if you're looking for any special event or if you're trying to settle up a bet, it's not a bad spot to go. 501 265 if you'd like to call and book a party. Or let them know you're heading their way. CashLittleRock.com is their website. You can see the menu, casual dining, and some uh, nice items for lunch. And then if you want a little more fine dining experience, it's a great place to go at nighttime. they got pizzas and casual options there as well. Uh, a couple of great spaces. The buyer Room, around 30 is what that holds. And then upstairs you can get up to 150 people in the uh, room up top. And that is uh, indoor-outdoor. Great space at Cash in downtown Little Rock. And if you're going to try to book something for 24, get on it soon. It's obviously a very popular spot. All right, let's talk some NFL. I just did the math, guys. Of the 16 games this weekend in the NFL, Mm -hmm. 14 of them include at least one playoff team. And nearly all of those 14 games, the teams that are playing in it can help themselves. So if you're the NFL... Like, this is Roger Goodell's dream, right? This is exactly what you want. you got a lot of impactful games this last week. You've already got the one seats clinched on each side. We just talked about the NFC East. There's some jockeying for position potentially. There's a few teams like the Chiefs we talked about that have locked in for their position and can't help themselves. Probably see a lot of resting going on with those teams in that case. But uh, if you're the NFL, you've got to be thrilled with what you got going here in the final week and how impactful it is.
5: I think the uh, NFL came out last week before last week's game and said more teams were still fighting and alive for a playoff berth than the last ninety four six twenty nine years mm. in the next to last week <laughs> of the season. That that showed you something right there about the parity and the the number of teams that were fighting still for a playoff. And now this week, with so many impactful games, I mean, you can go back over the years, and this week doesn't mean a whole lot to many teams. You know, a couple here or there, but to have that many games that, that are relevant in the last week of the season, mission accomplished, so that people are watching and there's interest in the NFL this week
3: yeah teams are already in you've got baltimore clinching the one seed KC. we talked about cleveland and miami are locked in it's just a matter of where the seeding goes it would be a long shot for buffalo not to get in because there are a lot of scenarios that will help bump them into the playoffs even if they don't happen to beat miami this week but you've got a handful of other teams that certainly still have a chance houston indianapolis jacksonville miami and pittsburgh and miami gets in with a win or a tie against buffalo and of course the afc east is still up for grabs the afc south is still up for grabs the nfc north is still up for grabs i mean you got division races that haven't been settled in the nfc east which we already talked about uh if the cowboys take care of the business that's a done deal and then in the nfc get yeah
5: that's the lions won the nfc north
3: did i say the nfc north afc no not the afc north here no i not the nfc north okay i said the no nfc east yes yeah, I don't, okay. think I, said the, I don't think I said the North, but if I did, my apologies. Uh, although Green Bay is still trying to get a playoff berth, they uh, they win against Chicago they're in, although it's not as easy a task as you might think. Having watched more Chicago football than usual, I will tell you that they have been uh, competitive, and what a great opportunity. That's one of those teams that gets to potentially play spoiler. We have, have we talked about the Green Bay Packers at all the last five weeks. I don't think yeah. we even mentioned them.
5: Yeah, we, I mean, I talked about love after Thanksgiving because... I was impressed with the way the he last played against playing Lions. Five
3: weeks, I said. Have we talked about well, him at all over the, the last one?
5: He has played better, and I he, think he has earned the
4: right. The
3: answer to, is yes. No, you haven't been talked about. They've been mentioned
4: sparingly, but they've been mentioned. Yeah,
3: yeah, they haven't been mentioned at all. Hardly. That's not a team anybody's thinking about as a playoff team. I didn't realize they no. were still in contention. Honestly, no, no you just surprised gonna lose,
5: me. They're going to lose in the first round. That's why.
3: Okay, that's my point. I guess.
5: I think they lose against the Bears. I've been impressed with the Bears the last couple weeks.
3: Yep. Falcons, Cal- Falcons aren't out either, which is also shocking, after the the uh, way they played last week. So they got to win and then get Tampa Bay to lose. And if it's the same thing for the Saints, mm-hmm. although the Saints can still make the playoffs even if they lose or even if they, yeah, even if they lose the game, they can get in. Or I'm sorry, they can get in without winning the division. Rather, they got to win. But they, they don't have to win the division to get in. Atlanta does have to win the division to get in. They can't get in as an at-large.
5: They would need Seattle to lose to the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals.
3: Right. And they need Green they need, Bay uh, to lose. Right. You got okay. it. How about this? How about the Vikings are still alive at 7-9? and nine? That's, mm.
5: That doesn't make sense.
3: They they win, uh, and Seattle loses, and Tampa Bay loses, and Green oh. Bay loses. So it's a, it would take a minor miracle, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Philadelphia, we talked about already. They're in with um, a win and a Dallas loss or tie. Or a win or tie. Let's see, a tie and a Dallas loss.
5: But they're oh, this is in. for the clinch of
3: the division. Yes. They're in the playoffs. Yes. yes. Um, these scenarios are so crazy. Seattle needs to win and get a Green Bay loss or tie. S- or Seattle. And then there's all the tie scenarios. And then the Bucks obviously, can win the division with a win in Carolina, which it would be shocking to me, I think, to everybody, if... They lay an egg again. I think they'll go out and obliterate Carolina, but we'll see. So, what did you think at the end of the Cowboys game? I loved it. Well, I know that. <laughs> uh, um,
5: I read a great story, uh, and, and basically it came out of the NFL. and They had talked to the NFL, their their findings on the controversial two-point play. And the NFL said, basically, the Lions, because of trickery and trying to deceive the Cowboys, deceived and tricked the official. And the NFL puts that on the Lions and that we're not in this game to be deceiving and tricking like that. There's a reason why we do the things we do with the players coming in and hands over the numbers on the front of their chest, waving their numbers, saying, I'm going to be reporting as an eligible receiver uh, on this particular play. They try to trick... Uh, the Cowboys by and all that group, yes, all those guys and, and, and Skipper had been had already reported eligible like five times in the game, yeah. And when he comes running to the official, yelling at the official, the official thought he's also eligible on this play. And the official, uh, you know, by the letter of the law, I guess he got it wrong. But he got it wrong because he was tricked by the the Lions on this play. And the NFL's backing the officials and on the decision of what they did. Um, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I'm looking through, through it through different glasses than everybody
1: else. I admit that and I'm I'm glad it happened that way. Well, he, here's the whole thing on that is if, if 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 Dallas gets tricked and they lose everybody's pissed at Dallas cuz you got tricked. Right. So they're Well, they're pissed because of poor clock management. Right, from right, right. right, right. McCarthy but earlier. I mean, so that that you're an official, you're paid a good don't get tricked. I mean, don't mm-hmm. don't get tricked. You can't you can't. That's your job. I mean, slow down. Don't run up to the line. Slow down, and make sure it's, it's just everybody's just like the on coin, the same it's page. It's just like the coin toss years ago, where the guy just assumed that you know. And the guy said, "I called." You hear him call tails, and he's not. Just slow down. You know who, who's eligible? Who's not? Okay, sixty-eight. I mean, and just. You know, do you, slow down. You get do it right. Job, get it right. Did Did anyone hear? Did you hear Walt
5: this morning? I meant to. I couldn't. No, Justin, did you hear Walt? No, I didn't hear him. I, I didn't
1: get to hear it either. Well,
3: I, I think you're right. I mean, they 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 admitted they they intentionally were trying to right. dupe the Cowboys. Well, yeah, no, so. no
1: doubt. I mean, they all ran up there in a group, and they had three linemen all around the guy, and I mean. But the the thing that I saw, Justin, was when they started explaining it. Something about you got to be covered up. I mean, Skipper lined up as a guard, or you know, on the on the interior part of the line. And so, I don't know. I mean, it's easy for me to say not not ever doing it, but then you know, the other guys out there. I mean, if he lines up where he lined up, there's no way he can be an ineligible and be an eligible receiver. But that's probably part of the trickery. So they're like, I don't know. I mean.
3: Well, how often have we talked about getting too cute sometimes? You know, it almost never <laughs> never yeah, works out well yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, it was a good play, though, and it's unfortunate mm-hmm. for them. But, and it was a great game. I will also say, too, I mean, it could have been a comfortable victory for Dallas without a doubt. No,
1: that was
5: bonehead. Well, C.D. Lamb's fumble changed that's, the entire game. That's what
3: I was getting to. Yeah. And, and by the way, that's a rule they've got to seriously consider. Oh. That is way too penalizing to an offense for them to fumble into the end zone and then to lose it to the other team on a touchback.
5: It makes zero sense.
3: If you want to pull it out to the 20, that's fine. But you shouldn't be dragged at a field goal range or turn the ball over on something like that.
5: No, if you fumble it through the end zone...
3: If they it don't needs re- to go back to the
5: twenty. The re- Can Cowboys
1: keep possession? They, they don't want re- the t- re- fumbles. If you, if you if there's a fumble, you either recover the fumble or you don't. If it rolls out of the back of the end zone, you did not recover the fumble. So, you know that's my point. But if he had a fumbled it
5: five inches and it goes out at the inch line instead of inside yeah, the, the end yeah. zone, it's the Cowboys' ball in the inch
3: line. Right. Yeah. So why back does to it change five sorry. inches? Right. Yeah. I'm with you. That's my whole thing. Anyway, it's not it's not because of this particular situation. I think we've felt like this for a oh, while yeah. now, and it's something that's been considered and will be looked at again by the competition committee. For Dan Campbell's sake, look, he's got a hard edge to him. I love his attitude. He's got the Lions relevant. They're a division winner, which is insane. Who would have ever thought? But, um, you know, the job he's doing in Detroit has been remarkable. He was committed, and I'm sure there are other coaches. I thought, honestly, like I thought, uh, well, I can't remember what the game, what the situation was. But there was a team that I thought might go for two, if it came down to it, was and it Michigan at the end. Yeah, that's what I thought it was yep. Michigan. And so, um, anyway, but he was committed to going for two, even when they got the penalty. Mm-hmm. But then they moved back up, right? Didn't they go mm-hmm. back up to the to yep. the three again after the Cowboys, a penalty on the penalty. Cowboys? Yep, yep. So anyway, the the, the the big debate was like, okay, you're going to go for two even on the seven yard line, and he's like, yeah. So, that, a lot of people thought that was a little out of the ordinary. Well, it is out of the ordinary. A lot of people thought it was nuts. But he was on, I guess he does a weekly hit like Belichick does on WEI. He does a, a hit with a Detroit station. And he was cool about it. I mean, they kind of grilled him about it. And he answered honestly. And I love the fact that he dragged out basically. like, just say what you got to say. Anyway, here's the clip.
0: So, after that play, uh, you had said, you told the offense, you're going for two on the final drive if you score. But from the seven? I mean, and looking back, like, was there a point of no return where you laid down your sword and kicked the extra point? Do you regret at all the decision to go for it from the seven?
2: Yeah, I told, I told our offense, I think I, I said this before, and uh, we're going for the win and we're going to go down, we're going to score and we're going for two and, and I wasn't coming off of that.
0: So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it.
2: No, if we're getting outside the ten. No, okay, we're we outside right. the yeah, yeah. ten every week. Good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. O versus D.
0: Yeah, I th- like when, when you got the penalty and go moved ahead, it to. Go the-
2: ahead and say it. Say it, both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say.
0: I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. No,
2: I would like You would say it to anybody else. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it.
0: Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. you. Okay, but you don't regret it? No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that was a
2: good
5: conversation.
3: Yeah, it was, and I love Dan Campbell for dragging it out of him. And I will tell you this: I would have said I think you know at the seven I would have kicked the extra point. Just my opinion. Well,
1: let me tell think you I would what have said I disagree. His
3: decision was reckless <laughs> to Dan Campbell uh, early
1: in that game when he when he went for it down there and, and didn't kick the field goal mm-hmm. and got nothing. Yeah, that I was mean, dumb. I mean, it's like you can already see this is where analytics to me drives me back. You know what? Crazy. I mean because. You can see right away in that game, this was gonna be a grunge fight. I mean, it was gonna be a low scoring points at a premium football game. Okay? You get your points, man. You 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 get your three right there. Now, towards the end of the game, where you wanna go for the win or go for the loss, man, I you know, that's that's a gut, that's a you know, like I, I got no problem with him Mm-mm. doing that. But early in the game when you see what's your what you' what, what you're in for, mm-hmm. and you you get points, man you don't there were a lot don't. of
3: points there were some other points chase somebody went for two after uh, I guess they missed an extra point and they went it was so early it was like second quarter or third quarter of a game, and i am sorry all these games are sort of blend together in my brain there was also you know like there was a lot of teams going for fourth downs in, in situations where they were backed up, which I love Washington, yeah, I think Michigan had one too, they had a fourth down conversion, I think on the last drive right when they won. Yeah, it was and took the lead?
5: Fourth and short, and they threw it to the running back out of the flat. And it was it turned out to be a huge play because of a busting coverage. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alabama's back caught it in the flat and ran down the field about 40 yards. And unfortunately for Michigan, they had the block in the back, and it pushed them back 10 yards, but still got the first down at that point in the game where you're thinking, they got their timeouts, so they could punt it, try to you know play defense and get the ball back,
1: and it worked out for Michigan. Hell, you know, the Chiefs did it against Oakland, what, what I just described. I mean, they they went down there and it was got inside the ten. and It was fourth and seven, and they went for it in a game. They they should never go for it because the way they, they the way they struggle scoring, they should get points any way they can freaking get points. Because I mean, they they you know, I mean, but they and then they end up getting nothing. And so against a team that, I mean, if you don't give them fourteen points. You know, can't mm-hmm. score ten a game unless you give them two touchdowns, which is what we did. Well, maybe they learned their lesson because last week they yeah, kicked they six kicked field goals. goals. You're dang right? They did. I mean, I yep. think first of all, you got nobody that can catch the ball, so kick the dang field goal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, I got this from our Southern Structural Solutions text line. The prevent defense is deployed by league offices to make the end of the games more exciting.
1: Come on! Now, that's another thing. I mean, oh. what is Dallas doing? Are you, what Gosh. are you doing? What that was are gross. You doing? <sighs>
3: they were my lock of the week, and they blew it. With a CD land play and that, I was like, come on, guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh when they went down and kicked that field goal, I was like, good, we're covering now.
1: Our defense like, oh. has been good the whole game. It's yeah. the last drive of the game. I got an idea. Wes, let's change what we're (laughs) doing. (laughs) It's been working too good. Let's change it, man.
3: (laughs) This from the 870. Wes or Justin, what was that beet juice blank that y'all were taking that didn't taste like A? Uh, It's (laughs) called Power Beets. You can find it on Amazon. Are you guys still on that or are you off of it? I Uh take it before I do a cardio workout. Okay, yeah. 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 This guy says it's frustrating to continue to see and hear how well Jackson Robinson is doing at BYU. Will be an all-Big 12 player this season. Leads the team in scoring and shoots 41% from three. It's been
4: like three years ago.
3: You win some, you lose some,
4: right?
3: And hence the portal. It it giveth and it taketh away. Speaking of, Arkansas had some movement in the portal yesterday. We'll touch on that on the other side as well and we will hit the break. Got some more live racing at Oakland this weekend. Want you to take advantage of that. And you can do it with your Oakland Anywhere account. Why don't you have one set up already? Use BUZZ24 as your code, and there's a $150 sign-up bonus just waiting for you. You don't like free money? I can't help you. iPhone and iPad users, look for the app. Download it at the App Store. Otherwise, you can go to bet.oaklawn.com. We just had the Smarty Jones Stakes, another Brad Cox winner. Uh, coming up this weekend, the Pippin Stakes for the older fillies and mares, and then... Won't be long. Southwest Stakes right around the corner on January 27th. So the good thing is there's a lot of great information in there to help you make a wager. You can watch the video of races on there when you can't be there. And you can not only wager at Oakland, but all over the world. It's a great, great app, and it's a great, great account to set up. And the money in, money out process is cake walk. It's Oakland Anywhere. Bet.Oklan.com or download the app in the App Store for you Apple users. 1050, back in a moment, in the zone.
0: So I have been in the operating room most of my career, watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin in Pigot. Yep. Hoops in Humnope, baseball in Boxsite, long shots in Lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with southern.com. You've heard it here on The Buzz several times. Gary Hill, MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since who shot JR. Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie? Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash and let them know JR, I mean Gary Hill, sent you. Call Gary Hill, MSS Oil at 501 200 7089. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at NSGDV.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway, now open at 1075. Call your drive.
5: You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on
0: things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback (laughs) What do they say now here? Woo, Peaks.
2: Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned to the show.
0: Davis, time winding down. They're going to get the ball up in time. Clark for the win. She does it time and time again. The 40 piece. It's good. Listen, this is what Caitlin Clark does, folks. Logo threes, it's her signature. That is the most
3: Caitlin Clark way to win a game. The 10th 40 point game of Caitlin Clark's career, and Iowa knocks off Michigan State 76 73 in Carver Hawkeye Arena. As we welcome you back in here on a uh, fantastic Wednesday, and Caitlin Clark continuing to astound. And I, get, I read this morning, or I saw maybe on sports, and it was the first time that somebody's had a 40-point game and hit a game winner in like, I don't know, 25 or 30 years or something crazy. Here it is, 25 seasons, I think. But anyway, it's pretty impressive. She She's on uh, TV later in the week, too. If you haven't had a chance to see her play yet this season, I think worth your trouble, probably. Just my opinion. I think she's fun to watch. I,
4: I feel like her and Beckers, of course, it's not the exact yeah. same because the NBA is more popular. But um, it's kind of like Magic and Bird going into the WNBA. Yeah, It's not going to be to that magnitude because the NBA is just
3: always going to be more popular. But,
4: you know, maybe the WNBA is growing. just yeah. not in these parts of the United States.
3: Man, I would probably watch her play, I guess, at that level. did you uh, Have you seen the USC girl play yet, Christian, that's lighting it up? She's kind of Caitlin clark I've Clark-esque. seen
4: highlights. I've never watched a game, but she's pretty good.
3: Yeah, she's having a ridiculous season, too. Question of the day yesterday for us. Are you happy with the Michigan-Washington and matchup that we're getting in the championship? 68%, so basically two-thirds said yes, they like it. Uh, I think there was definitely a pro and (laughs) anti-Alabama sentiment around our listenership, and I was certainly happy to see them go down. I also like Michigan. I appreciate the weirdness that is Jim Harbaugh. And, again, I mean, I I call it a team of destiny. I just think it's an interesting story. Wes makes a great point. You know, Washington's got a great story. Certainly, Pennix has a great story. But to, to go to the championship game undefeated, when you your coach wasn't even on the sideline for half of your games because of suspensions. Pretty remarkable season with all mm. the surrounding stuff and the, the ability to stay focused. So, what's our QOD today, Christian?
4: Our question of the day today, do you have a new year's resolution or do you do new year's resolutions? I guess yes or no.
1: Yes. You do? What's yours? To hate the Oklahoma City Thunder with all my heart, with all my soul, <laughs> with
4: all my being. No.
1: Your, your league
4: best Celtics went down last night to the Thunder.
1: No, mine is to pray more, exercise more, and eat and drink less. It's always a good one.
3: Yep. Those are good. I think I'm going to echo that. Well, i don't have one. You, no, I'm not well, doing perfect. one. you perfect. Yeah, just hey, <laughs>
1: <you're>, You just, <laughs> hey, you're, you know what your New Year's resolution is, Wes? I'm going to be me. <laughs> yeah. What's I mean, resolution not
3: to resolve to do anything. That's his new that's his I his mean I'm
1: going to I'm going to do to, I'm I mean, going to do less. I'm,
5: I'm going to but West it's not more. really a resolution. I'm going to I'm going to drink less for the next 4 months. Uh, we're that's getting tough. ready for a trip to the beach. I'm not, I'm not going to say dry January because there're going to be events and Too things I do where I'm going many to many have a drink. <laughs> um but um you know like during the week I'm going to cut out drinking and do some Christian things.
3: said this to me the other day, yesterday. He said, is it a big deal to go a month without drinking? This is from the guy who doesn't drink.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I, that said, hard to me. I said, if
3: you're not an alcoholic, it shouldn't be. <laughs> and then I thought, yeah, damn, that would be hard, actually. So maybe I need to have a, a, a visit with myself. You know what, Wes? If you want to do a challenge, I'd be happy to go at it, but... Uh... Don't happy. do it, I mean, it Justin. A... Yeah, don't right. do it Thanks, <laughs> after you're the up. Super Bowl. <laughs> he, yes, after I actually like dry February concept much more. So, other than you gotta have a glass of wine on Valentine's Day or some champagne. No, maybe. I'll give you your. I'll give you Valentine's Day so your woman doesn't get mad at you.
5: Get her Wait. involved.
3: Twenty-seven days in February.
1: That's shorter. Month. Okay, two it's good days. Point. The Super, good the Super point. Bowl.
3: The Short Super Bowl month. Valentine's Day. <laughs> 25 days.
1: This is a leap year. This it's is 29. a leap year, oh, so there's 27 more. Yeah. Days.
3: 27 days in February, no alcohol.
1: Done. That's better than 31. Yeah, that's true.
3: All right. No. Nope. So we get Super Bowl off, and we get Valentine's Day off. I'd be down for that. Okay. All right. Oh. This is going to be like the contest in Seinfeld, and I'm going to have to admit you wearing in a plane going down that this I cheated. Year we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing.
5: They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring.
3: And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention.
5: In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight.
0: Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates.
3: Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand